Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. Las Vegas is known for tribute artists. The best in the world are in Vegas. And, of course, people love those all over the world. We're going to talk to somebody who produces them. Of course, he's located in Las Vegas, but he does this all around the world. His name is Kurt Brown, and he heads up Brown Productions, a theatrical production company based right out of here in Las Vegas. Well, Kurt, i got to say, first of all, how do you get into this field? Because... There's not a lot of room for it. People love these things, but there's a certain limitation to who does them well. First of all, th- Stephen, thanks for having me on, on on your show. I really do appreciate it. Uh, you get into this by by accident, I think. <laughs> at least that's the way I at least that's the way I I got in. Uh, back in uh, uh, 2000, I was the entertainment director at uh, Potawatomi Casino in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and we had a beautiful 500 seat showroom. And I wanted to create or, or format uh, something for the middle of the summer uh, for our casino players that was different than what was going on around the city. In Milwaukee, uh, during the summer, there's a ton of festivals. And all the festivals are having the classic rock and the country artists. And these were a lot of the acts that we would have, we would have in our showroom, our 500-seat showroom, uh, throughout the year. So I connected with somebody that did produce these and uh, put together a program to bring them in for three, four months uh, throughout the summer uh, to, to, to run a Vegas-style Vegas show. Turns out I fell in love with it. I thought it, was, I thought it was the greatest idea in the world that we could take impersonators or tribute artists and put them in a production with dancers and, and the live musicians. And uh, after being at Potawatomi for three years, I decided that uh, I wanted to start my own business, Brown Productions. And this is how I, I got into it. And that's from that moment on, I've been producing tribute shows all over the, all over the North America, all over the world for that matter. People love these, Kurt. It's one of those things where especially some of these people that are gone, like you'll see it with, with Elvis, for example. You guys do a great Elvis tribute show, residency here on the uh, Las Vegas Strip at the V Theater called All Shook Up, a tribute to the king. And what's great about it is you can try to explain to your kids or whatever how big Elvis Presley was at the time, but boy, for somebody that can really go in there and kind of bring back a little feel of that, it's a really a wonderful thing and, and something that I think people are hungry for. Well, and you, yes, and remember, if if you were born after 1977, uh, you never saw El, you never had an opportunity to see Elvis perform live. Everything you know about Elvis is is from uh, uh, videos and movies and 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 such. So 
to be able to go to a venue and see somebody come out on stage that resembles and sounds and looks like Elvis uh, is 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 something something remarkable. I, I laugh because you know there's there, there's about sixty thousand Elvis tribute artists in the world, and uh, and they joke and they say if we keep going at this at this stage uh, in by like twenty fifty. Uh, one out of every ten people will be an Elvis <laughs> tribute artist in the world. So, <laughs> but but we have we have fun with it. That show that show uh, when we close we actually closed the uh, our last show was before uh, before COVID nineteen or for COVID nineteen our last show was March seventeenth. We were in our sixth year uh, running that show, uh, which you know in Vegas. To run a show for six years is is is, is remarkable, and, and we have such a diverse crowd. It's it's not just it, it's not just grandma and grandpa who were around back in the fifties and sixties. We have ten year olds to seventy year olds. Uh, you'd be surprised how many people love Elvis and want to ex- want to experience something like that. Well, and it really speaks to the effect he had. I mean, I bring my 20-year-old daughter in there, and she's fascinated by it. I mean, all she saw were the things I showed her, like the old Ed Sullivan tapes, and you hear people screaming, but there's something about it. And what's great about your productions are it's not just a really talented person. It's a lot more than that. It's a lot more than just an impression. It's not Rich Little doing 30 or 60 seconds. You're talking about people that can really replicate that feeling. And when you talk about being a producer in this, there's really a lot more to it than just finding that guy who looks and sounds like Elvis. Well, right. And you, you have to find somebody that, that, that can actually perform for 60 to 75 minutes and and hold an audience it's interesting that when a movie producer puts puts together a, a, a biography or a, a, something like that uh, of a of a star's life like elvis or or uh you know any of the other stars that have passed on just remember those actors those actors if they don't get a scene right they can the the director can just call cut and they can redo it but with our tribute artists, when they walk on stage, they have to be able to do what they do for 60, 75, 90 minutes, depending on the length, length of the show. And in, if they make a mistake, they have, to, they have to be able to just play off of it. To me, that's, that's remarkable. That's a remarkable talent to be able to do that uh, and, and not, not have the luxury of, of, of saying, cut, let's do that song again. Somebody can come out and do a song, and you go, wow, that sort of sounds like that person, or so forth. But when you're coming out and you're going to spend you know, a whole show as a tribute to Rod Stewart, somewhere along the line it's got to be, wow, this guy is so much like Rod Stewart that I feel like I'm in the midst of his concert, only him maybe 20 or 30 years ago. And, and, and again, I guess when you're finding the person to do it, that's a special skill that goes beyond even the singing. Absolutely, and and you mentioned Rod, you mentioned Rod Stewart, and our and another show I produce is the ultimate tribute to Rod Stewart, starring John Anthony. And John Anthony is, is, is lives here in Las Vegas, and he's he's uh, performed in other shows here in Las Vegas, and and he asked me to uh, to partner up with him to to produce uh, to produce uh, this this tribute. And we have the dance, we have the dancers and, and the production and the costuming and, and everything in it. And it's funny because John looks and sounds so much like Rod Stewart and it, that on and off the stage, 
he comes off the stage and we're walking around. If we did a show in a casino somewhere and he, we're walking around afterwards, people are coming up to him. They think he is Rod Stewart. <laughs> It's it's amazing. They want their picture taken with them. They they really think he's Rod Rod Stewart. I'll tell you a funny I'll tell you a funny story that uh, I was on my way. We were on our way back from a, a a show that we did in California. I hate to admit it, but I had a little heavy foot. And me and John were on our way back from from this show on our way back to Las Vegas, and I got pulled over by a state state California state police. And he walked up to the car and he, and, and on John's side, and he rolled down the window and he had to do a double take. <laughs> he thought, he thought John was right. I thought for a second we were going to get out of the ticket, but yeah. I, <laughs> no I, such yeah, luck. <laughs> he looked at him, he said, are you, and, and John said, no, I'm not. <laughs> so, but we have, we, we do have, we do have fun with these shows and, and, uh, and the, the talent is, the talent's incredible and, and people enjoy it. Uh, not everybody gets, you know, not everybody, not everybody's going to get to see Rod Stewart perform. This is a way for people to experience something that uh, they, they may not, not have been able to experience. So that's true. And, and some of these artists too, like uh, you have a tribute to share. Well, I know she's still doing things and so forth, and you know, it's very entertaining and all that. But it's it's not Cher in her twenties or thirties. She can't do that, right? So it's kind of an opportunity to see people at different stages of their career, which is sort of unique as well. Yes, and and a lot of our acts are a lot of the acts that that are that are in the shows uh, that that I have. Um, they have they have the ability to to do. To, to perform as the as the star in several different uh, decades of of their performing life. So, for example, I mean, Cher's been around since the '60s, um, and and so so we're able to put a show together that takes people through through Cher's career uh, and actually show her as a younger Cher than a middle share, you know, all the way through, all the, all the way through her career, um, which, which is unique. And it's funny because that's kind of what Cher is doing now in her own show. She's realized that people want to, people want to go back for lack of a better term, you know, turn back time. Uh, and, uh, that's <laughs> yeah. a nice pun. Uh, and that's what Cher is doing now herself. Uh, you know, so, so, uh, that's that's very interesting. That's that's a very interesting way of of putting a show together, and uh, a lot of our shows are put together that way, where 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 the 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 person, the tribute artist, can perform in several different eras of of that uh, of that star. Well, when you decide to take one of these productions on, is one of the first things you do run to the DVD player, what have you, and look at old concert films? And you know, we'll, we'll go back to Elvis for a second. I mean, to try to do that, it's one thing to have somebody with that talent, and of course, these people that can perform like that, they've dedicated their life to it. But you've got to look for not just what they're doing, but what the what the orchestra look like, and you can't replicate those exactly. But I know. I would imagine you're trying to make as much of that a time machine as you can. As much as yes, as much as we can. Um, I always, I, I, I never want to take an act and put them in a situation that you would not see the original star 
performing in. Um, we don't always get that luxury. Sometimes we're on smaller stages. Sometimes we're on, on very large stages in front of 5,000 people. Um, but what you don't want to do, in my, what I don't like to do is I don't want to take Elton John and use a karaoke machine and put Elton John on a little on a little stage um, where nobody in the audience is ever going to believe that that's Elton John on that little stage with a karaoke machine. That's not the illusion that we're trying to create. The illusion we're trying to create is you're watching Elton John and that's an Elton John concert. That's that's to me that's the key to putting on a great a great tribute production. One thing you've done, you have a show called Queen Nation, and 90 minutes, okay, I remember Queen back in my early days, and I remember going out, and you could see them, and they were in big stadiums, that kind of thing, and yet you've managed to somehow, and I and I guess it's kind of the way you wrote the script for it, where it's believable, because you think of Freddie Mercury and stuff, you picture these big, huge venues but but you're able to do it. And was that something like where you realize okay, I can't you know I, I can't have them out at Allegiant Stadium, so I got to find a different way to present this. Well, of course, the most famous concerts we 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 remember from these stars are the are the mega concerts. Okay, the, the you know Shea Stadium with Elton John, Queen Nation at uh, uh, or Queen excuse me Queen at uh, at. Uh, um, uh, Wembley? My God, my, Wembley Stadium. Yeah, Wembley, thank you at Wembley Stadium, but they didn't always perform in the in these in these large large venues. Uh, uh, we have to remember that you know back in the seventies seventies and the eighties, you know a lot of concerts were done were done in you know in five thousand seat uh, arenas. Uh, people don't realize, for example, Elvis in the seventies, mm-hmm. his average arena was was only like five thousand people. I mean, he he was going to arenas around around the, the 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 heartland of Wisconsin that that you know held forty five fifty five fifty five hundred people. These weren't large stadiums. Uh, the largest the largest venue he ever he ever performed at was Madison Square Garden. Uh, otherwise, otherwise his his venues were were relatively small. Now, of course, he sold everything out. But even though we can't do the stadium shows per se. We try to create that atmosphere on stage that you're watching that you're watching this this act like Queen um, in their hey, in their heyday and and uh, it, but it, a lot of it has to do with the talent and these guys are just incredibly talented just incredibly talented so they can hold an audience for 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 90 minutes definitely you got a really cool one called purple rain spelled r e i g n not r a i n but it's great because not only do you get that and i think prince works great in this type in those type of smaller environments but also you even have a tribute to morris day in the time and being around in those days that's a really great act that people if they haven't seen it what a cool thing to to learn about there. It's just kind of a different kind of concert where maybe you don't know all the songs, but you're going to really enjoy this. You're right. When you go and see that show, that that is a show that offers you more than just Prince. It's got it's got uh, uh, Apollonia Vanity tribute built into it. It's got all the characters from the movie Purple Rain in the in the show, but then he also. Jason also takes it beyond just the 
just the movie portion of Prince's career, and he's doing he himself is doing much more than that. But you go out there, you're it's a blast. You have to see that show if you come to Ve- if you come to Vegas or you you see that you see that show. If we have that show booked someplace uh, in your hometown, you have to see. If you're a Prince fan, this is the best. It's the best show you've ever you'll ever see. Well, that's terrific. Well, you know, what it is, and you've mentioned some of these people. These are amazingly talented people. And one person we've had on the show before, I'm a huge fan of hers, is Cookie Watkins. You know, her, Tina Turner, you know, you play these things. People go, what's the idea of playing Tina Turner when it it isn't Tina Turner? It's not Tina Turner, but that's how good it is. So, you know, when it can handle... uh, you listen to somebody like that, and the audio is so good that you don't even have to see it to appreciate how good it is. That's real talent. Well, yeah, and Cookie's Cookie's fantastic. Cookie Cookie isn't just a, a, a doing a tribute to Tina Turner. Cookie is just a phenomenal talent. You know, she gives her heart and soul on the stage, just like Tina Turner does. She, I, 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 I laugh because she comes off the stage after, after doing 75, 90 minute show and, and she's all bright and cheerful. Good night, everybody. And she walks off the stage and she just, boom, she wants to sit down because she has left everything on stage, everything on stage. And she's done that her, her entire, her entire career. But there's again, there again is a show that you, we have to have the dancers, the band, we have to have the full package there. So everyone, the, the talent is there, but the whole package makes you believe that you're watching Tina Turner. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. You, you read my mind because I wanted to ask you, seeing your, as I mentioned earlier, just seeing your productions, it's way more than these incredible tribute artists. I mean, you're talking about orchestras, great musicians behind it. I'm thinking that's probably why you're located in Las Vegas, right? Because when it comes to studio musicians or onstage musicians, maybe you don't know about, but these are really talented, great musicians where, again, it's not a karaoke machine by any means. Well, in Vegas, we have so much talent here in Vegas, uh, uh, as far as musicians, dancers, uh, choreography, everything. Every, every the best talent in the world, I feel, is right is right here in Vegas. But remember, when we're putting together a tribute show, it's not just about the person that's that's doing a trib that that's performing as Tina Turner or Cher or Elvis. It's about it's about the musicians that have the ability to recreate the sounds and the tones and the instrumentation as well, because you certainly don't want you certainly don't want to have a great talent out in front and then have a, 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 some musicians behind them just playing the chord book. Yeah. They, they have to have the proper tones and the, with the guitar and the, and the, and the strings and the horns and, and the, and the drum, even the drum right down to the drum fills. You you know you have to be able to do that. That's all part of the package of making people believe that they're watching the real thing. Right, and all this choreography again, real important because those shows were special. I mean, it had all the best people originally putting these out, and to capture that feeling, you kind of have to do the same thing. I mean, everything again, it it just isn't a couple of backup singers standing there with jeans on singing. It's way way more. Well, and with choreography, choreography and costuming, yes, uh, we 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 have we want to do great choreography. But this is this is an area 
that we want to, uh, our choreography is original. So we're not necessarily, you know, duplicating what Tina Turner did with her dancers or what, what uh, Cher did or, or Elton John, anybody that had dancers. But what we're doing is we want people, we want people to think, this is what I remember. I remember Proud Mary and I remember those moves, but we're not copying the moves. You know, we're not copying the choreography uh, uh, foot for foot, you know, yeah. move for move. We, we, we do our own thing. We do our own thing so that, uh, you know, but it gives you the idea. You're there. So even if you, even if you looked at Tina Turner's career over, you know, 30, 40 years, you know that when she does Proud Mary, there's going to be certain things that you see from when she first did it. But she changes her choreography over the 30 years. So and we're doing the same thing. We're using our we, we take our artistic, you know, artistic uh, uh, latitude and, 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 and kind of make it our own. And when I see these shows, I'm thinking, well, you're replicating the feel of that and so forth, but you're not transporting everybody to the 60s or the 70s or the 80s because you just can't, right? I mean, you know, people have a different culture. So you're bringing them in. This is what this is like, but you're going to enjoy it without getting a little history lesson run on a, on a film first for 20 minutes to know what was going on in 68 or whenever. Right, and certainly certainly, if, if, if you want to just copy copy them, then somebody could basically just go to YouTube and watch the videos. So we're, we're trying to, what we're trying to do is we're trying to give you the image, the feel of what it might have been like, uh, but through our own artistic vision, if you will. Is that what they say? Because I know you can really insult people sometimes if you don't call them a tribute artist. They do not want to be called an impressionist. And really, it is different, right? It's different than, say, the, some of the great stuff that Rich Little or some of those people ha- have done. It's different. Like you said in the beginning, for starters, you got to go up and do this for 75 minutes, 90 minutes, whatever. Well, I think everyone, you know, giving credit to Rich Little, I think everyone would love to be able to do 120 million voices. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's incredible in itself, uh, you know, but. It's it's a it's a different it's a different type of entertainment. Uh, uh, you, if you're what Terry Fader does with his characters and uh, or here in Vegas uh, with his with his, uh, uh, I don't know if we call him. Do we call him puppets? I th- as far as I, I know, it's still I, okay, but you never know. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I don't want to I don't want to offend Terry, but <laughs> but um, you know you know or what you know the great Danny Gans did. Yeah. You know, uh, we, you know, this is a different type of enter. It's a different type of entertainment, and it deserves credit because we these these are truly uh, uh, talented talented people. Uh, and I actually have I I have tribute artists, and and again, yes, they don't want to be called impersonators, or especially in the oldest world, they don't want to be called impersonators. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 tribute artists is is the is the 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 politically correct term. Uh, they're paying tribute to Elvis, and and you know, ninety nine point nine percent of the the Elvis tribute artists out there, they they are just they just love Elvis. They they breathe, they bleed Elvis. That's that's their life, and uh, uh, and a lot of the tribute artists are like that. But I have tribute artists that that will that do multiple characters, and and they're fantastic. 
They're fantastic <laughs> at, at them. Uh, and it's amazing how how they can transform themselves from one character to another. And, and I mean physically, where you're, you're looking at them and then you could see them in a different show and, and you would never know it's the same person. Last question, and I think it's important because we're talking a lot about Vegas and people have seen these great shows in Vegas, but you do these all over the world, like you said. And, in fact, if somebody wants to put on a great show, they should contact you. But you, you, you mentioned on your... Uh, on your website that will tell people where it is, that you can customize it to any venue and budget. And I think that must really be an interesting thing. So I'm getting the idea that somebody maybe that has a smaller budget, maybe a smaller venue, can the fact that they can still get one of these shows is pretty impressive. And I imagine that that takes quite a bit of adjustment and so forth. Well, yeah, so any, any, any time we're taking shows on the road, uh, in any show, whether whether if I was a Broadway producer and I was taking a show on the road, uh, you have to go into the venue and you have to adapt to that to that venue. Um, yes, we say we can adapt to any 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 size venue and any budget. Uh, obviously, you have to be realistic in, in that. Um, uh, the, the, you know, it's a, it's a line that we use that we want to encourage people to contact us and say, "Hey, could you bring in your Rod Stewart show here?" Uh, and I have to be upfront with them and say, yeah, we could bring it in, but if you want it to be realistic, it, we, we, we have to have certain, certain boundaries or, or limitations that, that, that we can't go past. Uh, but, but no, we've performed our shows. We've performed our shows in, 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 you know, 500 seat venues and we've performed our shows in 5,000 seat venues. It's, uh, it, 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 but, we will adapt the show and we will customize it. Um, so for, so for example, um, if we were going to do a Lady Gaga show and somebody wanted to do it in a very small venue, we might suggest that we customize the show to make it an unplugged version of Lady Gaga, which she's out doing right now, not yeah. right now today, but that's, that's one of her things that she's doing so that we can say, this is what this is. This is this is going to give people the best idea of watching Lady Gaga in this atmosphere because this is what she's this is what she's doing. At the same time, we don't want to do a Lady Gaga. We wouldn't want to do a Lady Gaga production uh, with an unplugged production in a five thousand seat venue, right? Because that work. wouldn't be realistic either, it right? Work. Yeah. Well, yeah. and this pandemic must be just a horrible thing. I mean, it's a horrible thing for everybody, but particularly for what you're trying to do. Are things starting to open up where people are starting to call you again? Like, hopefully, in a few months, we'll be able to do this again. Slowly, slowly. Uh, the shows that we had on the calendar for 2020 um, uh, have been not the, not my Vegas All Shook Up show, but my other shows um, that we had on the calendar for for 2020 uh, have been pushed into 2021 and even 2022, um, and. Uh, and even those dates uh, are semi semi tentative right now. Right. Uh, um, and uh, I, I am starting to get uh, a few calls. Uh, as a matter of fact, I will be I will be in uh, North Carolina uh, Saturday. Uh, it's not a, a a tribute show, but but we're doing uh, at a casino. Uh, we're doing an Irish show called the uh, the Heart of Ireland. And uh, and and we're doing a dinner show to for their guests, and uh, it should be fun. Uh, in April, 
Uh, I'll be back at that same venue to do to do a, 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 to do Queen Nation there. Um, so we're, so we're, we're, it's it's picking up now. All shook up. Uh, tribute to the King, uh, which performs over at the V Theater at the Miracle Mile Shops at Planet Hollywood here in Vegas. Um, uh, are, we're planning on reopening April second. That's fantastic. uh, It's a great uh, show. And uh, it's something, as more of the crowds start to come back to Vegas, that's when you got to put on your uh, to do list. Well, Kurt, let's tell people uh, to find out more where, as these shows open up, where they can see them. And if they want to get a hold of you to put something like this on, where do they go? Well, honestly, the best place to go is we have a website called uh, called brownproductions.com. Okay, you can just Google Brown. It's brown-productions.com is the actual website. But if you t- just typed in Brown Productions, uh, you it should come up on Google. Um, we also have Brown Productions Brown Productions uh, Facebook page uh, that you can go there and, and find out information. If you're if you're looking for information on our Elvis tribute show, uh, you can go to the V Theater. Uh, here in Vegas, and uh, get all the uh, all the information on the schedule and ticket prices and such, uh, and uh, and or uh, you can definitely find all shook up tickets if you just type in all shook up Las Vegas, you'll find all the ticket brokers have them as well. We will do that, Kurt Brown. Thank you so much. Hope to have you on again real soon. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. What if every dollar you invested into your training program turned into $30 of revenue? What if your learning program was so engaging that your employees looked forward to annual trainings? And what if you could monitor the success and effectiveness of your curriculum with quantifiable metrics? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. E-learning has made each of these scenarios possible, utilizing tools such as virtual and augmented reality, simulations, and online instructor-led training provides a safe environment for employees to learn at their own pace. Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Here at Epsilon XR, we have 50 years of experience in creating powerful and effective training programs. We combine proven training methods with cutting-edge technology to create immersive training experiences. Are you ready to take your training program to the next level? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Training.epsilonxr.com. Have your collectibles taken over your house? Well, maybe it's time for those treasures to find a new home. And I've got just the place to help you do that. The place to go is Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, where they are always buying. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads has over 35 years of experience buying collections of sports cards, memorabilia, bobbleheads, toys, action figures, comic books, Hot Wheels, Star Wars, movie posters, and more. If you've collected it, there's a good chance they'll buy it. No collections are too large or too small. Call Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads at 310-534-4180 or text them pictures of your collection. That number again is 310-534-4180. That's 310-534-4180. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, 310-534-4180. 
Okay, Sean, we need to talk about our training budget. We're spending almost $1,500 per employee each year. What's the plan? Well, ma'am, 42% of companies are saying that e-learning has led to an increase in revenue. What does that do about the travel expense? E-learning allows employees to learn wherever they are. Then we need to consider the time away from production. I heard that e-learning takes up to 60% less employee time than traditional classroom training. Perfect. Let's find a curriculum company, a development company, a learning management software company. Actually, Epsilon XR specializes in end-to-end learning solutions with tools such as instructor-led training, online classrooms, simulations, virtual and augmented reality, and curriculum development. Get Epsilon XR on the phone. Epsilon XR creates immersive learning environments that engage with your learner, resulting in improved information retention, which leads to better performance and ultimately an increase in revenue. Learn more at elearning.epsilonxr.com.